Random Bible Thoughts with Russ podcast. Today's podcast is called Negative Fear. Negative Fear. Although I am using scripture to identify what negative fear is, it also applies to today in everybody's life in reality. Everybody's life is affected by negative fear. And so I'm going to try and identify negative fear, what negative fear causes, and the results. I mean, and in part two, this is actually part one, negative fear. Part two will be positive fear, uh, the effects of fear in a positive sense. So let's just get started. In Genesis 20:11, Abraham said, I did it because I thought there is no fear of God at all in this place and they will kill me because of my wife. In the context of this verse, Abraham basically lied. He gave a half-truth. I have a footnote on that and after I'm done with this little part, I'll get to that footnote. Out of fear of being killed, he said, she is my sister and she said, he is my brother. Then Abimelech took her. God intervened and prevented Abimelech from having relations. And God informed him in a dream that she was Abraham's wife. And he returned her to Abraham. The negative effects of fear Abraham gave his wife to a stranger to do as he pleased with her. His fear took over. Instead of relying on God and his protection as God told Abraham in Genesis 15.1, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram, that was before his name was changed to Abraham, Fear not, fear not, Abram, I am your shield, your reward shall be very great. Fear not, I am your shield, or you can say, fear not, I am your protector. His fear had a negative impact on his faith and his trust in God to protect him. And God told him directly, I will protect you. I am your shield. Yet Abraham didn't believe, apparently, didn't have the faith that God would do as he said. Because he feared that they had no fear of God in the land that he was in. His fear had a negative impact on his faith. Fear can be faith squelching. Fear can cause you to do what you may normally not do. That applies to this in a biblical sense. That also applies in a worldly sense. In that, as my, for myself being an electrician for 30 plus long years, there could be things that I may not have done that I could have done, but I was afraid. People get afraid of doing things that they are very capable of doing, but for some reason, they're afraid. They do not trust their own abilities. Although I've had very few of those instances, but still, it it remains. In Numbers 13, Moses sends out spies to search out the land that God had promised them. In verses 1 through 24, the spies reported that the land flows with milk and honey, and its fruit is huge. 
23 and 20 through 27. And I'm, I'm abbreviating these, uh, just so you know. The verses are much longer than that. I'm just pulling out the parts that I want to emphasize. But when you say, but you can cancel, well, let me start over there. Verses 23 through 27. But when you say, but you cancel what you just said. What? Oh, but, when you say that, but, you cancel out what you just said. That's what I meant to say. They also said the people are strong, fortified, and are huge giants, descendants of Anak, sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim. 27 through 29, Caleb calmed the people and said, let's take the land. We are able to overcome it. In verse 30, the other spies spread a negative report among the congregation, amongst the people. The the fear of the other spies spread about the land caused the congregation to want to go, okay? The fear that the other spies spread, saying that they're huge giants, that they are strong, they are fortified. That they will squash us like bugs. They had basically put this fear in the people. And the, the congregation wanted to go back to Egypt. Where they were enslaved. Why would you want to do that? God said you can take this land. But because of the spies negative report they instilled fear in the congregation basically that God couldn't provide for them in verses uh, chapter 14 1 through 4 Moses Aaron and the others tried to convince the congregation that God was on their side that he had removed the inhabitants defenses do not be afraid or do not fear 5 through 9 long story short they ended up walking wandering the desert 40 years and everyone over the age of 20 died in desert and did not enter the promised land. After everything that God had done for them, providing food, water, garments that didn't wear out, guidance and protection, they didn't trust God to deliver the land to them. Why? Because a few spies gave a bad report on land and instilled fear in them. Negative fear causes discontent. When you have negative fear, you lose out on the blessings God has for you. Negative fear causes you to miss out on seeing the glory of God. Because of negative fear, you may die without ever seeing the plans God has for you. God says he's going to do it. He's going to do it. You don't need to be afraid about it. Negative fear induces negative thinking. Negative thinking induces negative life. Negative life, I think, may be considered a sinful life. Why I say that is because if you're always negative, then there is no peace in Christ within you. No peace of Christ within you. Take a look at the New Testament about negative fear. Matthew 14, 27, 7. But immediately Jesus spoke to him, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Some context here. Jesus told his disciples to get into the boat. This is after he fed the uh, 5,000, I believe it is. 
told him to get in the boat and head to the other side while Jesus dismissed the crowd and went off to pray by himself. After some time, Jesus headed to the other side of the other side of the water, walking on the water. The boat had been beaten by waves. Mark 6, 48 states that Jesus had meant to walk past them. It's almost like saying, you know, I, I'm tired, guys. I just don't want to stop here. I'm going to keep on going. My thought there, it's not, there's nothing in Scripture saying that's what he was thinking. But he was going to walk past them. But they saw him and thought he was a ghost. They were terrified and started crying out in fear. Peter wanted proof and said, If it is you, Lord, command me to come to you on the water. Peter stepped out of the boat and walked to Jesus. Peter saw the waves, or in some translations, uh, saw the wind. Um, Peter, Peter saw waves and became afraid started a seeking. Jesus saved him and said, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And they got in the boat and the seas calmed. And here's the thing here. Wait, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, no, I'll get ahead of myself as I say that right now. Matthew 14, 30 through 1, 31. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you little faith, why do you doubt? What does negative fear here bring? Distrust of your own eyes. Distrust of your own eyes. Believing you see, believing you see what is not real. Peter walked on water to Jesus, seized the wind, or probably the effects of the wind, a large wave coming at him, and he was afraid and doubts what he is doing. Really? I think I would be ecstatic to be walking in water. And he walked all the way to Jesus, saw a wave, or the wind, effects of the wave, and doubted what he was doing, but he was doing it. He was not believing what his eyes were showing him right there in front of him. Negative fear causes doubt that you can't do what you are being called to do, even if apparently you are already doing it. Peter was already walking on the water. Why would he doubt? He was already doing it. He sees a wave and goes, Ah, help me. And he's right there. Jesus says, Jesus reached down to him and raised him up. They didn't say that Jesus ran over to him on the waves. He was there. He was right there to Jesus. And he doubted. Negative fear brings doubt. Negative fear brings blindness to your eyes, which you already see. John 7, 13. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. This verse is pretty clear. There was This was during the Feast of Booths. The people were mumbling amongst themselves about Jesus, but are afraid to speak out about Jesus. Why? My answer is a bit of speculation, but the Jews were seeking out Jesus to have him killed. So maybe they thought they would be killed too if they spoke out about Jesus. Negative fear stifles the mouth and keeps you from saying what is true and correct for being bold, from being bold to speak up. To wrap this up, 
Let me re- review the effects of negative fear. Well, let me just back up a moment before I do that. Negative fear keeps you from saying what you should be saying. Negative fear keeps you from saying what needs to be said. They should have been speaking out boldly about Christ. Instead, they were mumbling amongst themselves, probably afraid they had to be killed too. Negative fear causes the following. A lack of faith. Do something you wouldn't normally do. Disbelief of a promise that was given you. Negative thinking. Negative life. Disbelief of what's right before you. Doubt. Not speaking up when you should. And sin. And this is a verse I use for the sin part. James 4, 7. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Fear keeps you from doing what is right. When you know it's the right thing to do, but you don't, that's sin. Jesus said in Hebrews 13.5b, the second half of 13.5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is always with us. Amen. All right. If you uh, like this podcast, please let me know. If you have any questions or comments, be more than happy to listen to them and respond to them as quickly as I can. And may you not have negative fear. Trust your eyes. Trust God's promises. Keep the faith. Have a good day.